And I think the moment where it peaked and it was never going to get that good again has got to be High School Musical. 100%. Like, as a society, yeah. as a society, that was our peak. It and was. I don't think we can ever go back. What's the buzz, y'all? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? What is the buzz? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of What's the Buzz. I am Carolina, and with me today we have Jill, Casey, and Liam. How are we doing today, guys? Liam, I know you graduated, so congrats on that. But how are we doing? Congratulations. Man. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Oh, I'm doing so well. Um, watching a lot of shows, finding jobs, Yay. Uh, robbing banks, which yeah. is so much good stuff. You know, you know the things that everyone yeah, does. Casual things, you know. Things like that. Well, I had a cup of coffee this morning Ooh. and stuff. But yeah, I've, yeah. Got, I've got my vanilla latte next to me, which is always a good thing to have. Um, I'm sipping my nice uh, black tea as we speak, Ooh. so it's, it's a drink show. Great. Everyone's got their drink of choice. Love that. Yeah, I'm glad everyone's doing well, too. Yes, definitely. We're, like, pretty far into, what is this, like, day 70 or something of technically quarantine. So Mm -hmm. congrats to everyone for making it this far. But luckily, we have the show so we can stay busy and stay in touch. Um, We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about our all-time favorite albums ever. We're going to be talking about some Netflix shows and also the future of the party scene at U of I, um, as well as a couple more topics. So let's just get right into it. Um, so over time, as we listen to music, I think we just naturally sort of develop favorites, whether it be favorite artists, songs, or albums. And today we're going to be diving into specifically our personal favorite albums, inspired by the Bill Clinton meme thingy on Instagram where he's holding like the records. Um, so let's just get right into it. What is everyone's favorite albums? Um, Joe, why don't you go first? What are your all-time favorite albums and why? Uh, first, I would say Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. I just think it's such like a different sound that he's like used to. Cause like in, or before that album came out, he was primarily like known for rap, but like this album is more like fungadelic like 1970s like r&b kind of feeling songs um which i think is very interesting and i will always credit that album as like something that really got me into like african-american artists and like rap and like stuff like that um another album i really like is SZA or control by SZA. um i just think that she's very personal and like relatable like as a person and that her album kind of reflects that um i don't know like there's so many um i like um pet sounds like the by the beach boys as well really great album and then i would say magical mystery tour by the beatles is good too those are all great picks Ooh, there are so many it's like hard to pick like even favorites um but yeah i think i really like your reasoning for your favorites as well um, okay, Liam, what are your favorite ones? Well, uh, so we were talking a little bit before the show, but I, I don't really listen to albums as a whole, per se. I'm not, you know, I just like individual songs. But that being said, uh, I'm, a, I'm a musical guy, and I love me a good musical. So I think uh, Wicked is going to be up there because I've seen that show in Chicago three times, I think. Oh, um, love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, there's just no bad song on that album. 
Um, and then uh, Les Mis on the topic is my favorite musical of all time. And every song in that is a masterpiece. Very true. And of course, you can't go wrong with Train, which isn't a musical by any stretch of the imagination. Quite, quite but... different. <laughs> <laughs> but recently I've been listening to a lot of their songs and I found that most of the ones I like are on this uh, are one album. It's uh, California 37. So, you know what? Maybe I'm slowly turning into an album guy. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I like those. Yeah, I'm with you on the musical theater. I've just been listening to lots and lots of Hamilton recently. I think because... Uh, the Hamilton like movie thingy on Disney Plus is coming out and I'm like sort of subconsciously getting ready for that um oh, but I love yeah. Hamilton oh yeah so but Wicked oh my gosh I've seen it twice in Chicago once when I was like really little and I don't really remember and then a couple years ago and oh my gosh incredible it's it's a enlightening experience truly um absolutely yes okay I love those picks let's go Casey what are your picks Okay, so I am really drawn to good lyrics. Um, so that's why I, I agree with Jill that I really like Control by SZA. Um, I think lyrically, such a masterpiece. And that's why I also like a lot of Lord. Like, I like melodrama a lot. Um, just listening to those lyrics is just crazy. Um, so I actually did that. Uh, Bill Clinton meme while it was going around and for that I think I picked um, Meat is Murder by the Smiths and Long Live ASAP, um, ASAP Rocky um, I thought that was a really good time for rap and I thought he did a lot of good stuff on that album um, and I also really like um, Radiohead albums because I feel like they were very influential for their time so for those I um I like OK Computer and I like Pablo Honey too. Nice. Those are really cool. I think it's interesting that you and um, Jill have similar picks there with the SZA one. Um, that's cool. So, okay. Mine are going to be, I'm going off specific, like what I chose for the Bill Clinton meme thing. It's so funny that that's what we have to call it, but yeah. Um, so in the meme, there are four. So I just picked four. So the first one is no surprise. It's Fine Line, the Harry Styles one that came out in December. Um, I think that's, I mean, he's only had two albums so far that he's released and that I think is definitely the, like the best one. I think he really opened up in that and so, sort of showed a side of him that a lot of fans haven't really seen and that especially in One Direction, we would never have been able to really see. Um, so I think that was really cool. And I also really liked his songwriting in this, um, album and the interviews that he's done talking about, like every song is really interesting. Um, and then just overall the songs are like bops. They're really good. So that's that one. Next, uh, my second one, I did Immunity by Claro, which came out in the summer of last year. And I don't know, I, I really liked like this album. Um, there, I definitely have like favorites on the album, but overall it's just like, I don't know, there's something about it that I really enjoyed and I really love her voice. And I also thought the lyrics were really strong in that one. Um, next, I did the 1975, I like it when you sleep for you're so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Um, that's, I think, probably like one of the best albums of all time, in my opinion, just because, um, I mean, the 1975 have definitely have like eras where they're, they try to do something specific with their music, which I think is really cool. And each album sort of has its own aesthetic. And I really like this one. Um, but also the lyrics are 
like crazy like deep and like have so many different meanings and they reference their old album a lot in it and um it's weird because the the songs are really pretty and like upbeat but the, the whole album if you listen to it is basically about like drugs and maddie healy's like um experience with drugs and stuff and stuff so i thought that was really interesting too and just like that album was just beautiful so um and then the last one is abbey road by the beatles um this is just one i grew up to listening to and it's a classic i mean it's the beatles i, I love this album and um i mean it's one with like really well-known songs it's a really popular album i just love it so um yeah those are mine does anyone have like interesting like stories about like your albums like why you pick them or like anything personal that helps you like relate to them at all well carolina quick question yeah um, do you know if this what album is it's not living if it's not with you that's a, that's on um not the most recent one the room right before it uh a brief inquiry okay. into online relationships that's a great song so i thought it was interesting what you were saying about maddie healy's struggle with addiction because so that song when you first listen to it it sounds like he's talking about some person right. that he really likes but the music video and when you look into it it's actually about his relationship mm-hmm. with drugs yeah he's so like he can't live without them. So I, I thought know. that was interesting. That's that yeah. That. Oh yeah. That's it's like a huge topic that is on. It's definitely in all his albums. And um, when he wrote, I think when he did that album, um, he had gone to. I don't. I don't know exactly what the timeline was, but I think he had already gone to rehab and like, um, sort of wrote the album as he was recovering. And I think like while he was writing the second album which is the one I picked I think he was more like struggling with it so it's interesting to see how the songs change based on his um the different stages he's in with addiction so I thought that was really cool and like he's really open about that which I think is also cool but um yeah is he doing better though oh yeah I think he's like sober now um okay which is good which is really good yeah and he's talked about it a lot, so he's really interesting to talk to, like about that on like interviews and stuff. He's an interesting person, definitely. Um, but yeah, anyone else want to talk like more about their their picks or like I don't know any like special meaning to you in any of the albums? I mean, going off of what you said about the Beatles, I think that they're just like a band that like everybody like grew up with. Um, I remember my first like. Um, my time my first time listening to the Beatles was like when like my mom bought me like like a like a record of like all their like biggest hits and Magical Mystery Tour like the songs off that album were the ones that really like connected to me because I just thought it was like so different from like what I was like used to listening to because like I don't know everything was really weird like I I don't know if you've ever heard of like the song I'm the Walrus oh yeah what a bop god yeah I know, um, but John Lennon pretty much wrote that song to like confuse um, rock historians and like to annoy them because like a lot of people like during the time of like the Beatles' fame were kind of trying to analyze like all their music like all the time and that just really annoyed him. So I guess you could say that was kind of like a kind of I don't know more like a like screw you guys like i'm gonna do whatever the heck i want (laughs) yeah so i think that's really cool that song's so good too like i'm definitely with you like i remember the first time like hearing the beatles was just like in the car with my dad usually and 
I don't know, I would just hear random songs and then all of a sudden I, I knew like all of them almost because he would always play them. So yeah, I totally agree with you there. Um, yeah, what about you, Liam? Oh, I don't know. I mean, everyone everyone's listened to the Beatles, of course. I mean, you're not special. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm guys, this, this this really underground band. I don't know. Dead, I'm dead. The Beatles. Never heard of them. I don't know. <laughs> there are some people who just don't know who the Beatles are, which like is crazy to That's me. But go so on. So crazy. <laughs> That's just depressing. We should find those people and educate them, if by force, if necessary, of course. Force them into a room uh, with music. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just force their ears open. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, I, you know, like I said, I, I watched Wicked throughout my entire life just because I, I was in musical theater as a kid, and a lot of the times they would organize these big field trips to go see a show, and Wicked was the big thing a couple of years. I don't know if you've heard of it, small musical, um, but it was a big thing a couple of years ago, so I've seen it a bunch of times. So I just kind of associate that with my time in musical theater. So that's why I like it so much. I think it's it's a good musical. It's not the best. I, yeah. I like Lame and I, I obviously Hamilton's a masterpiece. God. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, I love but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of my story. I love Love Wicked. It's just so good. Oh my gosh. Um, my sorry. Go ahead, Casey. No, I was just gonna say, like, I'm a secret ex theater kid. I've oh done I've teamed and Lamez <laughs> before. So I, I love that. that. No need to. We let it all out here. We love right, that. Right, right. I'm. Yeah. I always did. I was a big theater kid. Not really acting as much. Like I was always behind the scenes, but still love love theater. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh. Um. When I was in like eighth grade for our, like we did like a little eighth grade dinner thingy, and me and my friend, um, we sang for good as the little eighth grade dinner like song thing and that was really fun really bad because i was like fit 14 but still that also has it's been like um sort of like a like as i've been growing up listening to it i remember listening to it like really young i still listen to it now sing it in the car with my friends like it's a great album and a great musical um so yeah this topic actually inspired today's playlist theme which are our favorite songs from our favorite albums um so you can check out uh all our picks out on spotify at buzzmagcu so my picks the one from the harry styles album fine line is adore you i know it's kind of like like low-key my songs are kind of basic and i don't mean for them to be they just literally are my favorite ones on the album but whatever so adore you i just love that song i'll never get sick of it um i wish it wasn't released as a single so it would like be less basic because it's so good and I don't want like the fact that it's been played a lot to like make it not good because sometimes that happens um but yeah and then the other one from from Claro from Immunity my favorite song Lara Softly I just think it's really pretty and I never get tired of that song um from the 1975 album my favorite song on there is The Sound again that's like one of their most popular songs but I just literally never skip that song and i'm never not in the mood to hear it it's just such a good song and it's really catchy and then from abbey road my favorite one is golden slumbers um that's just always been like a really calming song to me and i just i think it's like a beautiful song as well um and i really like the message on it as well so that's my favorite one there so i think we're gonna move into binge watch shows now take it away liam yeah, and I love those picks, uh, Carolina. I just wanted to point those out. Oh, thank I, you. I, 
I've only listened to a couple of the songs, but so far, so good. Um, and you know, so like I've mentioned, I don't, I don't have a lot of time on my hands. I'm a very, very busy, busy man. Uh, what with sleeping and um, walking and not doing anything. So I really haven't had a lot of time to listen to over, uh, full albums over the week. Uh, also, because I've been binge watching about a dozen TV shows over the past couple of days, um, and I haven't had any time to listen to music at all. Um, I, I can tell you some of the shows I'm, I'm binging. I've been watching Hollywood. If anyone's seen that on Netflix, that is an incredible miniseries. Oh my God, if you haven't seen it, watch it right now. Um, there's another one, I'm watching uh, Castlevania. Oh my God, also amazing, but a little bit more specific. So if you like anime, watch that. And Monk, if you like detective shows, binge watch that. Oh, but enough about me, because who cares what I have to say? I'm the funny guy, not the intelligent one. We care, What Leo. do you guys do? Um, Aw, thank you, yes. Carolina. What oh are you God. guys watching? I'm watching Hollywood as well. It's such a great show. I love that show. Um, yeah, oh my gosh. I love the whole, like, I'm really big into, like, movies and the whole Hollywood scene. So, especially in, like, the 40s, I think it's really cool. So, oh, definitely. yeah, and, like, there's a whole, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a whole Oscar scene, and, like, I love that so much. Um, oh, so you, wait, you finished? Oh, I finished it, girl. And like, I actually oh, thought too. I, I'm on the last episode. Oh, I still have to watch it. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh For those gosh. who aren't aware, um, I'll explain it a little. It's a, essentially it's an alternative history set in 19, like post World War II Hollywood era, um, which basically explores like what happened if people just were a little less racist and sexist and homophobic. Yeah. Uh, and like actually gave uh, people like uh, people of different races and genders and sexualities a chance to be open about themselves in film, especially back in that era. And it's really interesting how they do it because they do it in a really clever way. Um, and a really, they kind of show how just a couple of quick changes, a couple of decisions could have made it a lot more accepting of an environment. And it, it's really interesting to see the aesthetics are really nice. I love all the characters. And honestly, for a show that's talking about these topics of racism and sexism and homophobia, it's very uplifting. Um, I, I kind of end every episode kind of feeling good. So I don't know. I feel like that's a good show to watch in, in a time such as we are in where we can feel a little better about ourselves and kind of see a hope for the future, you know? Yes, I really love I the like way that. you describe that. Yeah. Love that, yeah. It's like such a good show. And like, um, like you were saying, I think it's interesting like how it shows like what would have happened like if someone had just like made that decision you know um what mm -hmm. if we were just a little more like progressive in that way and um i just think it's really interesting to see like it in that era because like now it's so for a lot of people it's like so obvious like yes just like there's nothing wrong with that but you know back then it wasn't like that and um yeah. i just think it's really interesting to see that and patty lapone's in it so you have to watch it um <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's I that's an amazing way to put it because like I saw it I, I watched the entirety of Hollywood and at first I really didn't get it um but I guess like when you say that like it's like giving like a chance to like people who are like misrepresented in Hollywood now I like understand really I, I just thought it was like weird how they kind of changed the course of history really yeah but I, I, it was like in a good way I agree with that so I'm really excited to watch it um for me personally, it's like really hard for me to start a TV show because 
it's it's almost like emotional labor like i feel like i have to get invested in this new plot line i have to start liking all these new characters and it like literally feels like work so i have such a hard time starting new tv shows unless i'm literally forced to um yeah oh my gosh anyone has seen so i like to watch kind of like the shorter maybe documentaries or like just netflix specials just because my attention span's not amazing has anybody seen um have a good trip on netflix oh my gosh i want to see that really bad i love that i love that documentary i think it's so crazy i just thought it was really interesting like how all these famous people like had experiences with like using psychedelics and stuff and it really makes you wonder like what would like happen if like everybody did like I'm not encouraging everyone to like go out and like take all these like drugs and stuff but it's just really interesting seeing how um they influence like all these people and they're like super famous too yeah I really liked kind of like the I don't know how to put it I guess I don't want to say spiritual but like they have a lot of intelligent conversations just about like the flow of things and like how your mindset kind of changes when these famous people took these drugs and like personally I'm I'm kind of scared of that stuff like but I, I'm interested in it so it's really good to watch and just I just felt like I had a lot of knowledge after I finished it and I, I like to talk about that stuff and think about it so mm-hmm. I really like that yeah I definitely wanted to see that um I think it's cool that those exist because then it's like I don't have to do it because other people did and can tell me what it's like you know um so I like that kind of thing um and also Casey going back to what you said earlier that's such a good point about like it being hard to start a new show like I'm with you there which is why it's like when I watch a show and I get into it and it's like several seasons long I can just like kind of watch it if I'm already into it and then it's like when it ends I'm like oh dang it now I have to like get into a different show um but I don't know it's, it's hard especially if it's only I don't know this might make it harder or easier if it's like a shorter like Hollywood's only like one season with like seven or eight episodes or something so it's not as much like I think I watched it in like two days so um I found it pretty easy to just like binge but I know that like for other shows I don't know another show I've been watching um is The Politician with Ben Platt and a bunch of other people Um, which I actually really liked, and it also has the actor from Hollywood who plays Jack, um, and I, I really liked that. I thought it it got, like, really deep, which I wasn't expecting, so I recommend watching The Politician. Um, that's also pretty short right now, because it's only one season. Um, has anyone watched Outer Banks? Because I tried, and I, like, couldn't get into it. Oh my god, me too. Okay, good. I wa- so everyone, all my friends are like, you need to watch this show. It's like so good. Same. Really. I thought I couldn't get past the first episode because Same. the script was so it's bad. Not good. Like it was kitschy. Like it was so tacky. Like I, I felt I like had I know. Issue with it. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It I'm was interesting. Yeah, way. it was interesting because all my friends have been saying the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, this show is so good. Like, even one of my teachers like sent out an email like a at the end of the school year and was like oh like you guys should watch this show like we were just talking about like Netflix shows and I was like oh okay well if my teacher's watching like I guess I'm pretty good and yeah I was not really impressed it was it reminded me of like Pretty Little Liars or like Vampire Diaries kind of writing you know yeah Riverdale something like that where it's like I mean I love Pretty Little Liars and Vampire Diaries like I mean I watched those a while ago but like 
you know like i just thought it was gonna I be a quality kind of um tv and it, it for me it wasn't so the i thought that setting, was interesting the setting is something really new i've never seen a tv show with that setting right and that vibe but i just thought like i was like oh my god where is television going i know do they do they not care about the writing anymore do they not care about the scripts because it was just really really tacky in my opinion i agree yeah i'm glad you think that because like i've only only my other friend like thinks that but like everybody else i know have been watching i'm like i don't i don't I don't know, maybe it's because I've been watching, like, I also, uh, just started and sort of finished, that's on Netflix, is, uh, Better Call Saul, which is the prequel to Breaking Bad, and that's a fantastic show, like, Breaking Bad's a fantastic show, like, writing amazing, like, acting amazing, so I think, like, going from shows like that, and then watching Outer Banks was just, like, very different, so maybe it's, like, the fact that I had just watched that, too, and, like, I don't know, um, maybe it depends, like, what else you've been watching, um, but I thought that was pretty interesting and weird. Yeah, that brings up an interesting topic. What makes a good show bingeable? You know, because, you know, the famous ones are obviously like Friends or The Office or Parks and Rec. But what what makes those shows so easy to just watch one after the other for days on end? What, what do you guys think? I don't know. I mean, personally, for me, if like a show ends off on like a, a cliffhanger, that kind of like encourages me to like finish like the entire series um i just bought hbo like a couple like weeks ago and like i started watching euphoria which like every episode like ends off of like a cliffhanger and like i think i watched it like in one night and like <laughs> and oh my god just like i i feel really bad because like the this the show is really dark and um just like i don't know yeah, I think I just kind of feel bad for like watching it like in one night, you know. Yeah, but. I know. Like, I I was the same way with Breaking Bad because I watched that pretty fast and it's very dark and can be really violent. Where it's like I was, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, I I can't like pinch that show; it's too dark." I'm like, "Oh, like, okay." Um, and like I know they put so much work into it, and I just like went through it in like a little like a couple weeks, you know. Um, but like I feel, feel you there and I think another thing that I really like about shows that will make me watch it is like if they start with a, a like a flash forward scene to the end and then sort of like go back like um I just watched Little Fires Everywhere with Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington on Hulu and oh that's based on a book yeah right? yeah it's on the book and I've been wanting to read that yeah yeah I definitely want to read it um it oh, was, I've heard about that show. Yeah, it, it takes a more interesting liberty with the book as well. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. That's why I want to read it. Um, I want to see like the differences. And I thought overall it was like okay. It got better towards the end, definitely. Um, but it the first scene. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler, but like the first scene is literally a house burning down, and like the question is like who did it, and then that makes me want to watch like the whole thing. Like the only I think the reason I really watched because I wanted to see like who burned down the house and like why, you know. Um, so that's like definitely a reason, um, in my opinion, that I would watch. Well, I'd say, my friends, binge away. Binge to your heart's desire and catch up on all those wild TV shows you've missed. Um, 
But uh, before we go on to our next topic, which is what you can binge, which is Disney Originals. And boy, boy, is that a topic. Um, my songs for this week. Uh, so for my Wicked album, uh, I chose Dancing Through Life, which is my favorite song of of the album. Um, it's not particularly famous, but it's just kind of got such a chill vibe to it um, and a fun message, which you really shouldn't listen to, but is fun to uh, think about when you're a young kid. Um, and then for Les Mis Stars, it is the it is that's my favorite album it just has such a dark meaning it it preludes to such a dark moment in the show but it's sung so beautifully by any actor who ever sings it um and then finally uh 50 ways to say goodbye from trains california 37 album uh which is probably their most popular song um and i like it just because the music video is so hilarious because they it basically the song is uh, excuses they make up for of how their ex died instead of telling people that she broke up with him. Um, and there's some f- fun scenarios, to say the least, about how his he, his ex supposedly died and the music video just goes through all of them. Um, so th- I have always just loved that song the most. But um, Jill, I'm curious, what Disney originals can we binge and what's going on? <laughs> well, Disney has been a part of every generation since the 1920s, but obviously it has changed over time. Um, one thing that makes millennial and Gen Z Disney different from the rest is that we have Disney Channel original movies. When you were able to go to the movie theaters, like in the entirety of quarantine, you could always count on Disney to air these movies almost daily. And I don't know about you guys, but like I think these movies are such like a like a it, it just like such an influence like on my like childhood it was just really fun like seeing previews and like commercials for them like when i was watching disney and like begging my mom to have like the time like the tv time to like be able to watch them like on the weekends um i don't know about you guys but that was always really fun <laughs> oh 100 percent i think yeah. that we are so lucky because we are at the age that when we were kids, there was this Disney Channel original movie, almost like a sweet spot for them. And I would wanna say it's like in the mid 2000s, like starting with Sky High, Spy Kids, Shark Boy (gasps) and Lava Girl, which was a complete fever dream. Like literally. The only thing I can remember from Shark Boy and Lava Girl is like George Lopez's face on this my god why did that happen i still have dreams about it i swear um and i think the moment where it peaked and it was never going to get that good again has got to be high school musical like as a society society, that was our peak and i don't think we would ever go back oh my gosh i'm so excited (laughs) like you can't see me right now but like i I'm so happy to talk about High School Musical because it has been one of the defining characteristics of my life since I was like six to like even now. Um, Like I still like literally a couple weeks ago I was watching High School Musical 3 just like jamming like they get consistently you can see like the budget like gets way higher for these movies and they just get better because they were so successful and like I can remember when I first watched the first movie i remember when the second one came out and the third one and then the third one had a theater release and which was really cool and i like saw it with uh for a birthday party with my friends and that was just like insane and i was so happy that 
they were so big because I mean the music slaps like it just does and I don't know it's just amazing and it and it has been I don't know just such a, an amazing part of like life and I'm so happy they exist but I think you're right Casey that's definitely the peak and I don't know if it can get better than that really which I'm fine with because they're great I would want to say the moment where things started to take a dark turn for Disney Channel original movies is probably like Lemonade Mouth. I agree. That was the last one that was kind of good. I agree. I didn't love Lemonade Mouth, but I didn't hate it. And I think after that, yeah, it got, I don't know. I think I'm getting that confused with like another movie. Wasn't there one with, um, what's her name? The girl from Jesse? Debbie Ryan. Oh my um, gosh. Wasn't wait. she like a. Radio Rebel. She worked for Radio Rebel. That's what I'm oh my gosh, thinking about. That movie was like, crazy. Woman made mouth about. So she was, <laughs> she was like a. Let me think. It, she was like a radio host or something. I don't remember. And it was like p- people were trying to figure out who she was, and she was like this, like um, I don't know, trying to hide her identity for some reason. And then at some point, someone, like, suspects that it's her and she has to, like, cover up that it was her. Um, I don't know why she wanted to keep it a secret, really, and, like, why it was such a big deal for her to be, like, for it to be, like, it come out of who she was. But, um, she was, yeah, that was a crazy show. And do you guys remember 16 Wishes? Was that a Disney Channel original movie that she was also in? That was Debbie. Oh, my gosh. That was was good. I liked that one. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, and then I'm getting confused. What happened, like, like what happened to her? She got married. She's married. What? I just saw her. I don't know, but I saw on her like Instagram. She was posting Wait, pictures. Did she marry someone from a band? Hold on. Did she? Let oh, me, she looks. Let me she, looks look she looks so pretty, though. She looks great. <laughs> yeah, she's like in a lot of like new like Netflix movies too, like Horse Girl. Oh, is she in that? Yeah, she is. Oh. She's like the roommate of like the main oh, character. Played by Allison Brie. I just googled Debbie Ryan. She's married to the guy, one of the guys from Twenty One Pilots. Really? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yes. Aww. Oh, good for <laughs> them. They look so happy. Wow. Hang on, that re- happened very recently too, because like, really five, like within five days. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they got married, and then they just posted the pictures. I don't know. Either way, she got married, and. Yeah. They got married on New Year's Eve, and then they only recently released, like, the news. Oh, man. Wild. Dang. I mean, that's cool, like, keeping things, like, a secret for a little while. Um, but anyways, uh, other than, like, High School Musical and, like, the other movies we talked about, were there, like, any Disney original movies that you guys liked, like, as kids? Ooh. All the Halloween there was towns. The- Obviously. Oh my god, Halloween Town is the best. Those so are amazing. Good. Oh, I think my favorite I mean, the one fact- was like Oh, go ahead, Liam. Oh no, I was just gonna say the fact that they followed these characters for like almost like eight years or like six years or something I wild know. like that. It was incredible. And they just kept going and I was like, Yes, it's the same people. Like she was so little when she started the the girl who played Marnie and then she just was old and I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, but wasn't there like a different actress who played yeah, like Halloween? It was like the like, last for, like one. the Halloween Town the University one. I right? was upset about that. 
That one's definitely yeah. not is the worst one because she's not in it. But Lucas Gravio was in it, our king, so you love that. And Jesse McCartney had like a song he in it. He did, that was really you're catchy. right. Oh my gosh. Wait, he did? He did. I remember did. this. That was I totally peak. forgot about that. He was also peak. Also Does anyone remember there was a, a TV sh- a Disney Channel original? It was like it was set in space. It was like Xena. It was like a weird oh, thing Zeno. where this girl is on a space station. I and remember then she that so vaguely, Liam. Like, I... Hold on, I'm oh, reading it. so wild. That was, um... It was like Adventures of Xenon It was Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Zenon? That, that, was, that, that. that was crazy. I think so. There were so... Remember Smart House? That was... That scared oh, me. That, like, yeah. really scared me. That predicted a lot of things. It did. Like, that was wild. They predicted like oh, automatic right. thermostat. Oh, yeah. It was like about this like house that like had a like lady built in who like it was kind of like you know like Alexa where it's like turn on the lights whatever whatever. It was a smart house and then eventually she becomes a person and like takes over the house yeah. and it's like creepy and. She falls in love with the dad, and she she like she tries to become a physical form and everything. Yeah, that scared me, and that's kind of scary. Yeah, the Corbin Blue jump roper. <gasps> jump in, jump in, jump in. Oh my in. gosh, that with Kiki Palmer. Oh my gosh, that was great. That that, that got a really good song out of it, I thought too, or something like that. It did, yeah. I actually have it like on my workout playlist. Yes, Jill. Like push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. I love all those. Oh my gosh, remember when they did like I really liked how they had like the um Wizard of Waverly Place movie and then they had like a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody movie. And I was like, yes, give us all this content. Um I mean, what about Sweet Life uh, on Deck? What was it? The the crossover episodes. On like deck? that's yeah. so Sweet Life of oh my Hannah God. Montana. That was the best oh crossover in history. It was so good. I was so happy also, that happened. One question I just have about Hannah Montana the movie is that when she Okay, who saw Hannah Montana the movie? I saw this, yes. I did too. She the one where she goes and then they go back to filming the TV show. I was thinking that it like wasn't part of it. Like it, it just like didn't happen. They didn't it ever mention. Good. They didn't ever mention it again. No, they didn't. She took it off in front of all these people, and then they were just and like, then the whole okay. time. I guess kept her secret. And I guess she, they all kept it, was it. Never spoken about. And then I also think a really big moment was the Camp Rock franchise. Oh, of course. Oh my God. TikTok is like crapping on like every single like scene in that movie. And I think the, it's the hilarious. one where they all it's chant like, Camp oh, Rock. Super cringy. Yeah, and they do that like weird step thing. That came out like a while ago, but people are still talking about it, which is just so funny to me. Well, I hope that future generations can have the same type of connection to their Disney original movies as we did. I also can't wait for the time we become old people uh, so we can reminisce on these kind of things and like possibly the parties we had in college. But before we like talk about that, um, I'm gonna talk about my music choices for uh, this week. Um, my first one is Stand Tall by Childish Gambino. I think this is one of the underrated songs off of Awaken My Love and it has a really nice message of just like staying true to yourself and like just doing your thing in life. Um, I also have Passing Out Pieces by Mac DeMarco. 
I love him so much and maybe he is like a basic artist because like a lot of people love indie rock and that flow but like I I just can't help it and I think it was like one of my most played songs of 2019 and lastly I have so far away um, by Carol King off of her uh, Tapestry album. Um, not a lot of people know this, but Carol King was responsible for like so many like hits in the 50s and 60s. Um, she wrote for a lot of artists like Aretha Franklin and like the Ronettes. And um, I guess her most notable song is like You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Um, but uh, So Far Away is a really great song about um, feeling disconnected from like family um, due to her touring like a lot. Um, but uh, without further ado, let's get into uh, the future of parties at UIUC. Okay, so not everybody likes to party in college and that's a thing but i feel like you have to agree that a huge part of the college experience especially in champaign urbana is just socializing with other people and that is something that has been put to a halt everywhere so there's a few parts of the social scene at cu that make it such a unique place unlike any other school. So that might include house shows, our bars that are infamously like really gritty, lots of apartment buildings, lots of crowded pre-games, dorms, everything in between. So I wanna know what you guys think is gonna be implemented and what's gonna happen if it's no longer legal or safe to party in close quarters with our peers. And what about the answer to the age-old question, can I hit your jewel? I think the answer is going to be no from now on. How about you guys? Oh my gosh, that's so good. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, that would be the smart answer. Um, but... I think you guys are overestimating how many people are going to try and be safe, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do agree with this. Um, I think it would be... It's really hard to think about it because bars especially like u of i get insanely crowded and i mean there are so many ways to spread germs there um it's just hard to think about ways to keep people safe while also allowing people to have like a good time um i know on the camps instagram said that on friday they're opening their like terrace outside area um at nine tomorrow. is that tomorrow, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah tomorrow yeah friday yeah. and i yeah i'm like i don't know like what they said everyone has to wear masks um when you're like going to get drinks or when you're walking back to your table but if you're sitting down like at a table you don't have to because like you have to drink um but that's something that is interesting that they're already you know like opening and doing something i don't really know what it's gonna be like when or like if everyone's back on campus how they would manage that because it gets crazy and i don't know if like realistically you can really control that yeah not gonna lie but like i think like that like cam's policy is kind of stupid because like even if you are like sitting down and drinking and stuff you can still like pass the virus on like if you talk to people definitely right? i think and i mean everyone would have to be wearing a mask um you know and and like people will take off their masks and like i don't know if they'll have people going around being like you have to put on your mask or you have to leave um right like i i wouldn't be comfortable going if like people aren't following the rules and if 
I don't know. It's just not going to be the same. So hard. So before they decided to open, because they could, Cam's was actually packaging and selling blue guys. Right. Um, Remember that. On their Instagram, they posted a photo of some of their workers just holding the drinks, Mm -hmm. about to pass them out. They were not six feet and they were not wearing masks. So people began to comment on the Instagram, like, wait, you guys should be wearing masks. Um, This is an FDA thing. You guys are an establishment. You guys are a bar. Um, and they actually disabled the comments on really? the photo instead of just putting on a mask or just taking a different photo with masks on. Wow. That's that is tea. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't are you, know. Are you really surprised? I'm not. Not really. I mean, no, I, don't know. I just don't think that, I guess they weren't thinking like, I don't know. Well, it's clear they weren't thinking. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if people are going to be safe partying, and I don't know if bars are going to try and enforce safe partying either. So, like, it might just go back to what it was. I won't be part of it. I won't, you know, be in danger. Right. Y'all, I was going to say, y'all. yeah. I was going to say, people yeah. are going to go back. Like, is that just a fact? People are go- not going to care. Like, there are going to be people like yeah, that. Like, okay. even now, like, at U of I, there are people throwing parties still. Um, and, um, you know, I think that's just a fact. So it's really, I think it's more up to, you know, us as individuals to decide whether or not we want to be smart and safe and like not selfish. So that's my take on it. Something I do know that Joe's Brewery is doing there. So they're opening on June 1st because they can since they have a whole outdoor area. They're having a guest list to make sure that people are going to be spread out and that there's only going to be a certain amount of people there each day. See, that's really interesting. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm actually working at a restaurant this summer, too. Really? We had had a meeting yesterday, and it was just basically deciding how we're going to do everything because we serve drinks, and it's it's a mess. It's a mess. Dang. I know. That's, like, really hard. I don't know. It's just, like, something that we didn't really think that we'd ever have to think about. Um, And it's... I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm glad that I'm not in charge of making those decisions because I would not know what to do. Um, and what about yeah. like local artists that kind of thrive off this scene of small house right. They could be affected. That's true. I think. I think um, with that, maybe if they were to limit how many people can be in a venue at once, and everyone would wear masks there, and I don't know, maybe you just don't do like any drinks or anything there. Um, that could maybe be possible. Um, I don't know, maybe they'd live stream it or something. But again, that's not the same as, you know, having people there in person. Um, I just, like, I don't even want to think about a frat house and what that yeah. is going to be like. Because that's not going to happen. Like, people are not going to care. COVID-19 started yeah. in a frat house. <laughs> I was going to say. There in are the jungle viruses. Juice. There are viruses <laughs> lurking yep in every frat house and when there's not a <laughs> pandemic um okay. so it is definitely a historic time and it's one that is going to have to come with some inconvenience in some years that are kind of designed for us to be spent in sweaty basement venues next to our friends that we love and while it does suck for those that enjoy partying that it could be compromised for a bit I want to take a quote from the lovely Kourtney Kardashian that is Kim 
there's people that are dying. I think that for that reason, we can make some accommodations. Yes. I love that. Um, so I picked three songs from some really influential albums that I like. Um, I picked Stronger Than Me by Amy Winehouse's, um, her album Frank was one of her first. Um, I think that Amy was a really good lyricist even when she was a teenager. I think, I want to say this album, she was 18 or 19. Um, I think that she's such a fascinating human and I just love her lyrics. And I think it was almost like she was this incredibly old soul in like this young woman's body. So I think that's really interesting. Um, another album that I like um, is Humbug by Arctic Monkeys. So I picked the song Cornerstone. Um, Alex Turner in that music video, I really would encourage anyone to watch it. Basically, it's just one shot of him in this red turtleneck sweater just singing. And I can't really explain it, but it's really, really good. And then, so I mentioned before that I like the album OK Computer um, from Radiohead. So a song that I like on that album is called No Surprises. And those are my songs. Well, I think we made some very interesting points on like the party scene and hopefully in the future we can be safe and smart. That's it for today's episode of What's the Buzz. Thank you so much for listening and also shout out to WPTU. Remember, you can check out all of our music picks from today's episode on our Spotify at BuzzMagCU. And we also just launched some social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BuzzPodcastCU. All this will be listed in the episode notes as well. We'll be back for with more content uh, next week, and you can also read that on readbuzz.com. Until next time, stay calm and buzz on.